Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I'm here with Cody Nelson, the glassing guru from GoHunt.com, the optics manager. We are actually here in the back, in my backyard on my patio recording this podcast. We're being supervised by Poppy Scott, who Pop is Scott. barking at anything that comes in the yard, so we're good and safe here. Uh, buddy, it's been a while. I'm uh, looking forward to having this podcast with you to talk about GoHunt.com and what you guys got going on over well, there. You, you, I mean, have you got a while? It's, yeah. <laughs> you got four hours? It's Yeah. It's uh, We might have to make this a two-part or three-part. <laughs> It's uh, it's been going great. It's uh, it's incredible. The that, gro- you know, just the, the, the sheer volume of people and and the customers, and it it would stagger you. When you moved over to GoHunt.com, did you, in your wildest dreams, believe that you would be where you're at now? And and you know, I know there could be an answer of yes, I knew we'd be here, but I mean, you guys have literally in my mind, taken over the space in the optics department. You have, as far as e-commerce on the gohunt.com site, I mean, well, the, I, the numbers and the amount of happy customers is unbelievable. I, I, I mean, well, in all, all of that, Jay, goes through your mind and you think to yourself, you know, you know, the unknown and, and you, 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 you know about this company and you're working with this company and, and you think to yourself, God, what, it, what are the possibilities? And, you know, it, it, it is, you, 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 like, I, I always believed in myself and, and, and what, what could happen and, uh, you know, the knowledge and the customer service and the expertise part of it, you know, you, you just keep doing that consistently and, and, you know, provide people with the best, you know, selection and, and you just kind of keep working on that. And, and in the back of your mind, you're like, are those numbers really possible? And then you hit those numbers and you're like, okay, what, you know, what's next? And you keep moving the bar and, and, you know, but when you work for people like I do, um, you know, our team at Go Hunt is, I, I, I you know, you, you try to think of taglines and things to say. And, and, and I keep saying this, it, it's a group of people that are the most driven, the most passionate about hunting. And it's the, the, the idea of teamwork and, and putting it together and laying it all out there and learning with each other and making mistakes and figuring it out. Like, how do we not do that again? And how do we maximize this? You know, and it's the best experience I've ever had. And, and, and I, I'm, you know, I, I think I'm still one of the oldest guys in the building and you think to yourself, man, is it getting any better? And, and we keep improving upon what we're doing. And, you know, we had a meeting yesterday that I was, you know, somebody just asked me like, Hey, what did that mean? And I said to him, I, I literally said to myself, period. Um, it, it, it was just humbling that, that to know that there was that much, uh, that was there and th- that many people that were that were there to support us and basically to ask us how can we help and continue to build this and it, it was incredibly humbling because I was like wow i mean this is this was a room full of incredibly talented right. people that were that were asking me like what i wanted and what i wanted to see and what and it it was it was just humbling to say the least it was incredible that's awesome you know 
it's hardly a day goes by that I don't get a message on Instagram or an email or even a text saying someone that you helped with some sort of glassing need, whether it be, you know, optics or tripods or accessories. Um, as you grow, you've always been a real good people person and really good with customers and, and, and dealing with people individually and talking to them on the phone and exchanging texts and, you know, very good communication. As you grow as a company, the one thing that just keeps blowing me away from the feedback, I'm not even talking about my interaction. I'm talking about feedback that I get from a lot of people I don't even know. And they continue to say how personalized feel you give them, how much attention to detail so it's obvious that you take that very very seriously because it's obvious in in the connection that i have with with your customers how they they take time to send me a three paragraph thank right. you for introducing me to cody talk about that and and, and yeah. it's part of your business strategy and and, and you know how you've you had know, so much success first of all it's you know it's always awesome to hear that stuff and and it's really kind of what makes it tick, right? It's what makes it's it drives me because I just always think to myself, how do I want to be treated when I go somewhere? And, you know, when somebody, you know, as little as when people call me and I, you know, I already know who it is and I'm like, hey, you know, so-and-so, uh, you know, whoever that is, and they're like, God, you, how did you know that was me? I, I just... I, I just want it to feel like, you know, it's almost like you're feeling with best friends or family or, or I'm interested in people and, and I'm interested in what they have to, to, to bring to the table. I learn things from people, you know, it, it, sometimes it's not even about optics for the business, but sometimes you learn something about yourself and just dealing in that. And I love doing that, but uh, you know, Again, I use the word humble, and and it just feels good to know that that it's resonating with people. And you know, at Go Hunt, they they give me a lot of support to help. Do, you know, just basically do provide a do. service for people. Right. And that's inevitably that's this is what this is all about. And some guy said, "Well, I just you know, it's nine o'clock at night. You know, and you're 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 answering my call or my text or whatever." And I, I don't do that so that you can and I can sit here and tell about it. I do that because that guy needed a, he had a problem. And in and, 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 and his case, that was a legitimate, like, man, I, I got to take care of this. A need. And, and, and it was just to explain how to put something together and do it. And I'm thinking, what did that take me? Three minutes? Right. Well, it made all the it, difference in the world to it, him. And it made everything to him. And, you know, I, I, and I, you know, I, the other day we had something happen where I, there was a gentleman that um, his name is Mike and he's a he's a good customer and you know he's texting me pictures now of his kids on their hunts and and it, it's it, it, you know he's like dude I owe you a burger like let's go out and you know and I'm I, it, I'm just humbled that he would even think that about me and what happened was is that we had a next day air package that for whatever UPS FedEx or whatever that situation was, it didn't show up at his office. So here the guy's going for a hunt. And so last Friday night I called him up and said, Hey, you know, uh, I'm really sorry. I I, I don't, I I can't, I can't even, you know, figure out what happened with the package until Monday. 
um, wh- what are you doing? Is I'm going on a hunt, you know, I, I, you know, but I'm down a tripod. And I said, what, you know, what, what do you need? And he said, what I need? And I said, well, okay, where do you live? Where are you going to be? And he's like, what? And I, I grabbed a tripod out of my own, you know, garage and all my stash and took him basically the same tripod that he was using and gave him, you know, the plates and everything to go with it. And he, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, he's still sitting there thinking, I, I can't believe that guy did that. Yeah. I, I, well, that's what makes, I, that's what makes you different. That's what makes go hunt optics and, you know, the customer feedback that I get. I mean, that there's the difference, um, right there. We, we've had a lot of success, um, taking questions that I get on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and helping answer people's questions. They love this Q and a, uh, style. We do have a bunch of questions here from, uh, Instagram followers. And w- while we're talking about, it, I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, it's hard to believe, I, you know, I started this in February of 2015. Um, so this February will be seven years and, um, you know, it's the feedback that I get from this podcast and listeners is amazing. I get messages every day, um, you know, get people going on coos deer hunts and mule deer hunts, elk hunts, you name it, saying, you know, I found this buck. I would, I, I kept listening to some of the people that you were interviewing and there's tips that you got that, well, that I got that helped me kill this buck. And that's then they the, send me pictures and yep. it's, it's real rewarding. Well, see, and that's the thing that, and that, you know, I was going to end with that part of it because I like treating people good. I like to, I'm a people person. I've always kind of had that, that, that thing. And, and I, I love talking to people and, you know, we know that part, but I, I think the most rewarding thing is, is when they call me back and they're like, Hey man, like, I know I was kind of like, kind of not really wanting to use the tripod with my binos, but okay, I get it. Like I, <laughs> I, I went out, you know, and saw more deer than I've ever seen. Or, and it, I think that's the most rewarding part is, is that in somehow, in some little way, I had a, I had an influence on their enjoyment simply as just something as watching deer. I don't know whether they kill the, all that's interesting, whatever, but just being able to, you know, be with their kids and, and find more game and see more deer and, and, or whatever it is. I I think that's the most rewarding part is, is just having some little piece of that. For sure. Um, Guys, thanks for sending in these questions. We're going to dive through as many of these as we can. Hammer, hammer. Um, we're going to start here with uh, what is the effective range for the Vortex Razor 15s, looking at them for backpack hunting? Um, well, not to be overly corrective, but the v- I- I'm assuming he's... Did he, what, did he say... Ra- he says Vortex Razor 15s. Uh, well, it's probably Razor 18s, um, but... I don't know. I think somewhere, you know, 12, 15, 1800 yards kind of thing in there. I mean, it, you know, it, you're going to have to. Um, I think one of the things he didn't mention which well, animal that he's hunting. Yeah. So I if mean, he's hunting a coos or hunting an elk, it could be different. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and you can use those, you know, I would tell you a thousand to 2000. You know, I mean, I've seen deer with 15s at ridiculous distances, but, you know, effectively, you know, I'd like to say around that 1500 yard mark is a good, you know, a good space to, to give yourself to let the let the field of view, but yet let the power kind of help you work that that country over. 
And just to be clear, he's talking about Vortex Razor 15s. What you're saying is the Vortex 15s are actually the Kaibabs, right? Well, they used to be the Kaibabs. Okay. And I mean, but it's it, now Razor, UH, well, Razor UHD 1856s. Okay. There's also a uh, uh, a Diamondback 1556. So, okay. but I, I think he's referring to the 1856 18, huh? UHDs. Okay. Good piece. Next, great piece of glass. Next question. I hunt the Southwest AZ Coos, Texas Audad. I have a loophole 10 by 42. Should I upgrade Binox or get spotting scope? Um, you know, this is always a tough, you know, this is always that question. So, if he's happy and he sees well with his with his ten buys, you know loopholes, and he's 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 use he's able to use them in the handheld position, or even if he puts them on a tripod and he sees well and it and it, and it works for him, yeah. I mean, I would always think about upgrading the long range side of things. Um, that's pro- you know that that's always a whole different question. Um, I think. Uh, there's a number of people that aren't using spotting scopes. They're going to the 18 powers uh, binoculars. Uh, but yes, um, I, I can also, there's a lot of people that are very successful with a, a 10 power binocular and a spotting scope. Um, that's kind you of could a, also, You could also I, argue that if he says coos and Audad, well, if he's just trying to find game, yeah. if he went with like, say, yep. a 15. You know, if he went with like a 15 Swaro or name a brand, if he goes up right. in power, yep, probably going to find a few more animals because of the the power. Correct. Like going from a 10 to a 15 exactly. or a 10 to an 18 or even a it, 10 to 12. It, and it all, it, it plays right off of that first question is it's that distance and, and I, you know, I'm sure we'll get NL 12 and 15 questions later. I, I don't, it, there always seems to be something with that, but. It, it honestly speaking, it, th- that's always the, 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 you know, like what, what are you trying to maximize? Right. Are you trying to find more so, or are you trying, if you, you've had no problem finding them, then you need to yeah, identify them. I always think that like on a coup situation, I, I always think that the 15 is the workhorse Yeah. because there's, there's just a, a, there's a size of the animal distance that you just know that when you're glassing those big, you know, faces or canyons or whatever, it, it just helps you see much more and tear things apart, e- even when things are moving. I mean, I know there's a, there's a reason for field of view, but gosh darn, the 15s and 18s, they, they just help you. Wouldn't you say if the same question was a guy saying that he primarily hunts elk, you would say stick with your uh, 10 by 42s because you can spot them a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, I don't think elk are with, all that difficult to find. Go with a spotting but, scope that then you can spot them yep. uh, with the with the 10s and then identify them with the, with the larger power. But when he starts yep. talking about Audad and coos, that kind of makes me yeah, lean it, towards – a it, higher power binocular because you're going. It's the it, workhorse. If the question was, well, hey, I'm trying to check to see is that out at 30 inches, you know, or whatever the, you know, the yeah. eight, you know, the, the aging on it. That's I, I think you got to lean towards a, a spotter. But if you're if you're just trying to find game, you know, I would go to the the the, the bigger optic. I agree. Okay, is the Collis Helia S the Swaro SLC that was discontinued late? 2020 i i it's funny i I was just looking at this a couple weeks ago i believe that is it 
Um, they're not coming into the states. There's no, unless something else is developed, there's no plan of it. Um, you know, I, I, I wished that, that we were able to keep the, the SLCs around. It's a fantastic piece of glass, um, but I don't think they're coming into the states. Um, but yes, I, I do believe if you look on, on Collis's website that that is the, the 1042 or 842, 1042 that they just discontinued on the Sarovsky side of things. Okay. Best all-around user-friendly scope for a .30-06. So he's talking rifle scope. He's you know, saying he's a bow hunter. He's making the switch to rifle hunting. I think there's two scope lines to look at on that. Um, well, in, in a price point, I, I would tell you that 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 going to the uh, Vortex, uh, 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 like Viper HD 4 to 16, um, I think that there's certainly a, a that, I mean, that scope has been a, I mean, we've sold a boatload of those scopes. They've done really super well. They're, they, they, you know, we don't have any uh, warranty issues with them. Um, you know, it's got the bullet drop compensator. Um, it, it just, it, it allows you to do a lot of things. Uh, the other scope I'd look at would be one of the, like the loophole VX3s. It's HDs. They've got a, a, a CDS. Uh, dial on them now with a locking turret it's they're they're bulletproof um it it's th those those would be two of the scopes i would look at okay your go-to spotting scope and tripod combo for az glassing now he doesn't <laughs> say elk mule deer coos he says az so i assume he's a little bit of everything i don't know does he want to come look at my garage and see <laughs> you know see what i got going for tripods um yeah, in, in in spotting scope, go right? to spotting scope and tripod combo. You know, I, my spotting scope that I've been just kind of going to, and I'm talking just spotting scope. A, STX eighty five is kind of been my go to for for you know putting the pack, walking away from the truck, or even if I'm just taking a quick look at something, you know you know, uh, on, on the side of the mountain as I'm driving by or what, you know, whatever, but that, that's pretty much been my go-to, um, that, that's such a convoluted question for me because I'm, I, you know, use the BTXs and, um, so with that, um, I've been really big on my slick 834 lately. Um, I've been, you know, loving my VA five and I've also been using the VH 10, but, um, really i've been using the 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 834 and a va5 pretty much for everything except for the biggest yeah. the the btx and the 115 it's so funny when you say that i've been reaching for the 834 oh as such well. a good combination kinda, i like how short <clears throat> it folds down to yep um and it, i like the thicker you know the little bit thicker, thicker diameter leg. of the of the leg and you know there's a trade off a little bit on the 833 you only you know well, it seems like on the 834 i'm i'm using two extensions and i'm constantly having, right on the 33 it seems like i'm only just doing well, one and that's the but i like is, how small it is I, I think people are fascinated they're like well what do you what do you use and i'm like well so like right now my go-to's in you know in my truck and in my pack is i've really been using the 933 for you know, sitting on a stool behind a BTX and a 115 with a with a Sure VH10 head, and you know, slick 933, you know, carbon fiber pro, 
and the 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 best part about it is is that I I literally dropped the middle leg just by I don't know like three or four inches, and I can put my stool out, put the tripod down, and, and I'm glassing within seconds, and I don't have to make any adjustments for the for the rest of the you know time I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my pack, it's always, you know, some combination of a 834 or 730, you know, just depending on what I'm doing, but it's always a little bit lighter weight version. Cody is the man. We recommend his expertise to everyone. That's not really a question. but <laughs> Was that a paid advertisement? <laughs> yeah. Thinking about giving up my EL12s to try out the SLC15s, do you feel the extra three power is worth it? Okay, this goes right and feeds directly into that conversation that we were just having, and I'm gonna I'm gonna revert back to a, a scenario when when Dar and I were out on uh, on Parker's late 23 hunt. This was a few years back. Dar and I are sitting at a little lunch spot. We're sitting on tailgates. Tripods are set up. We're kind of keeping an eye on a face that had some deer on it. It's been kind of hot rutting activity, so. I, I had kind of finished glassing, and I, I don't know what I did. I turned around and went to take a bite of sandwich or whatever it was, and Dar says, Cody, did you see those deer standing right there? And I'm like, I'm like I, he's looking right where I was just looking. So I'm thinking, man, is this like getting fished by the, you know, the back, out fished by the, from the back of the boat again or what? <laughs> Which happens and, with well, him a lot. Well, I know, yeah, Dar's <laughs> a little sneaky like that. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, I just went over that spot, and, and I did. I, I, I looked back up, and I slowed down. Okay, keywords in the sentence of this whole deal is I slowed down, and then I said, gosh, darn, darn, there's two doves standing there. And he says, yeah, they just moved in there. And so I, I quickly got behind the 15s, quickly went back to the 12s, and he and I kind of did that a few times. And and Dar had been kind of kind of reluctant to get on the 1250, you know, bandwagon. And, and, you know, look, those have their purpose, but what I really realized – those deer were at like, I don't know what it was, like 800, 900 yards. They were at a, you know, they, 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 we were kind of looking slightly uphill at them. The, 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 the sun, the... Cross the, slope, cross well, shade. Cro- well, no, not just cross shade. No, this was like this, like sun. Okay. And, and, you know, you had that buck brush and you're kind of like, there's just a little bit of a sheen across the mountain. I skipped right over the top of them, never even thought twice about it. And, and so I learned two things. First of all, when I looked in the 15s, those deer stood out like sore thumbs. Second of all, what it taught me was is that when you're using smaller magnification and, and you're, 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 you're equally like having somebody with you that's got 15s, slow down. If you're not slowing down in those scenarios, you'll go right over. You'll go right over the top of them, and it, and it was just a, a a blatant lesson. Like, oh yeah, that was, yeah, that, that you know, here I am, out, you know, with my buddy Dar, and he just schooled me. Well, that's where the three power and it makes up for it, and and that's what in we're talking about. L- looking, well, yeah, and that and that's the thing is, is that's what we're talking about is that when you get. And, and I, people always want to know, well, I want, it's, it's like, they're looking at it like an equation, like I'm going to use this at this distance and that at that distance. And I don't care whether I was using eights that day. I could, I, I could see those animals with eights. I just need to slow down when I'm doing it. Right. And so, so in other words, because of three more power, you can actually move your eyes, move scan a little bit quicker because you've got three more power correct whereas when you're in essence lower power 
your eyes do not pick up that detail quite as much as they do with a three yep. more power. And that was, I, I want to say those deer, I don't, God, you'd have to ask Dar on this, but I want to say they were like somewhere between 750 and 1,000 yards. And this goes is the same person. The next question is, what is your preferred magnification for glass and coos? It, it, w- without a doubt, it, it, it is the 15. Yeah. And I, I and and I know because I've been getting this on on emails and I've been getting questions and people calling, and they're like, you know, they go right into like, well, you know, uh, what about the twelve fifty ELs? And the, uh, look, I love all of them, but specifically, my my workhorse for for coos deer hunting is still the fifteens. Right. It it uh, it's a BTX and a one fifteen and and fit in fifteens. Period. That right. th- that's my workhorse. Right. Now, if you're in 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 more uh, 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 vegetation and you're in thicker cover, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that the twelve won't do it. I'm just saying I want I want some I want some power on on, on those uh, on the uh, from the fifteens the magnification. Next question is Sig Zulu Zulu six. Does the image stabilization make up for having lower end glass? Um, first of all, in my opinion, nothing ever makes up for having. I mean, nothing makes up for that. Um, I think what's interesting is is I've only seen them once. Um, you know, I, I, we are a SIG dealer. I, I, they're actually on order and I've talked to the guys about them and, uh, you know, Brady and I've had good conversations about them and we actually like the idea of them. Um, you know, and I had to kind of warm back up to it because I was kind of against them from some older products that came out a long time ago. Um, that here's the truth. Look, anything that you can do to stabilize your image that's the whole point that we're talking about. Do I think that that negates having a tripod? No, I don't. You, there's still movement going on. Yes, does having that 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 image stabilizing help? But I, I I'll still go with better glass in a, in a tripod or. Um, but I, look, for guys that are, you know, if you're in a truck or you're always and you're just trying to you know, to, to, to help yourself out that way. Or even if you're using them as it, as your chest binos, which a lot of guys are now there, it's kind of a popular thing. That's not a bad thing. It's, you know, I'm still going to, for myself, I'm going to want the better. I I want the better glass period. Best scope magnification for Western hunting. I don't know if he's talking rifle scope or spotting scope. Well, you know, I assume he's talking I, spotting scope. I, 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 read that to me one more time. Best scope magnification for Western hunting. Well, I'm I'm going to assume he's saying rifle scope. Okay. I, I mean, the variables you've got so many choices. Um, I don't own. I, I mean, I have a couple scopes that are twenty and twenty-four power. I think a lot of times, sometimes power creates more problems than it solves. But um, I, I, generally speaking, like the three to eighteen. That's kind of my wheelhouse. Um, I, I, you know, in a lot of cases, I've I've been on eighteen power and actually turned the power down. You know, to to where 
maybe more the reticle fits what I'm doing better and, it, and I can keep it more still at, at 15 power as opposed to 18. Um, but I, again, I, I think it depends on what country you're hunting. Um, I think it depends on, on, you know, how far you're intending to shoot, what your comfortability is, um, you know, and what you need to, to, to do the job right. But kind of your workhorse in the power range is three to 18. I, I, I like the three to 18, four to 16, you know, um, you know, a lot of guys get away with a you know, three to 12 or something like that. But I, I generally speaking like the, that three to 18, three and a half to 18. Okay. Uh, next question. How can we get Swarovski support with their top end optics and our tripod needs? Well, God, that's a, you know, I've been working at this for so long. Um, and, and look, I think we have Swarovski's support, you know, certainly North America. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, they, they still build an incredible product and you know, I, I'm not sure exactly what has to happen with that, but, you know, we've been asking for stud, you know, I don't care if you build the stud, just let us, let us put a stud in there. I mean, that, and, and, and look. Without the, voiding the warranty. It, yeah, without voiding warranties or anything like that. I mean, and, and look, we've crossed that bridge so many times, but the, the fact of it is, is that the, the Swarovski guys that we know and deal with and talk with every day, they agree with us. And it's, and it's just an idea of, of, you know, whoever's, you know, putting that product together. Um, they have to not just look at North American model. They have to look at it on a global model. And so, you know, for a lot of those reasons, they, they you know, they, they just look at, look, I, the United States or U.S. is a big market. But, you know, we're looking at it from this. And, you know, I, I, I wish they would do it, but. Well, I will. I will gladly keep asking for for quarter twenty threads. <laughs> um, you can be rest assured of that. That I will not. Uh, I will not fail at that. I will continue. Next question. It's a two part question. To be honest with you, I don't know which one comes first. It says, "Is Vortex going to release a fifteen power bino that is that is higher in quality than the Diamondback?" Then the next thing says, nothing current lineup is 15 other than the Diamondback. Yeah, so that's an interesting question. So what we're talking about is the 18 it, UHDs or the 15 uh, Diamondback? I think what he's really talking about is, is are they going to offer something in in, in, in like a, a, a 15? They used to offer a 15 by 50 Viper. And, I, I mean, I'm not going to deny that I, I have expressed my wants for that. And I hope that they they do that. That would be an an excellent thing to do. Um, I don't I don't know any details about that and haven't been told. Oh yeah, there's that this is coming. Um, but I I'm I just know that that is prepped up for being there. And I would love to see a fifteen fifty six or you know something in that realm that would allow them to to fill that that uh, um, that that old fifteen fifty spot says, I'm looking for a tripod that I can stand and glass. I'm 5'10 and also shoot off of. Thanks. Um, boy, that there's, I mean, almost, a lot I mean, of there's a lot of our, op I mean, you know, it, the standing and shooting is certainly, I'm assuming that he's, well, I, I don't 
particularly care for standing in glass, even though, even though I do it once in a while, depending on where I'm at, what I'm doing. Um, I don't think it's, you know, I, 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 I try not to make it a practice. Don't get me started. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, and look, I mean, I, I look, I, I know it works. It's better than standing and hand holding. Yeah, a hundred percent. But do I not just, get in the habit of standing and glassing as much as you can. Please sit, sit in a stool, sit on the ground, get as low to the ground as possible. I, look, if you pull up to a place and you're next to the truck and you want to whip out the tripod and take a look at something and, and kind of give it a, a, quick a real look. quick look around and then you're going to boogie over to the next spot. I get it. I understand. I, I'm, I, under, I totally understand. But I know that it works for certain hunting situations, but on a typical thing, the whole point of putting your, your optics on a tripod is to mitigate eye fatigue. And I don't care who you are. If you're standing, you're moving and your, your eyes are working to, I, I, it's just, you know, so I, the, the guy's question really, um, is we have a lot of tripods that fit that bill. Um, the I select 733. 733, 734, you could do 833, 834. Those would be my, like, go-tos in that. It, you know, and, and like, even the, the Suray ET2204, um, you know, the Vortex. Uh, the, I mean, you could do it with any of the Vortex tripods. The the thing that, that I would tell them is, is that, look, the farther you extend the legs of the tripod, the weaker it becomes. More vibration. The more vibration. So I, I don't know if he's shooting while he's standing, but what I would, I guess, what I would say is, is that the, you know, just make sure that you have a good solid base underneath you, and you're mitigating as much movement as possible. So, and um, and just to go into that, he's five ten. I'm almost six three. I can stand behind the seven thirty three, the eight thirty three. Oh yeah, seven thirty four, um, eight thirty four. So w with him, he's 5'10", so let's just say his eyes are actually at 5'8". So there's really not a whole lot of tripods that are not going to give him right. what he, he wants. Right, he can do it with pretty much any of them. Yeah, maybe some of the smallest and lightest weight stuff, but but you know most of the tripods that we carry would, would work for him pretty easy. Okay. Um, twin Koa 30 Power or... BTX 65 millimeter for coos deer and why benefits so, to each. So I think he's talking twin spotters. Yeah, he's talking Koa about the 30s. He's talking about the 664s from, from Koa. Uh, great setup. You know, know a bunch of people that have used them over the years. I've looked through them, you know, a handful of times and, and compared them some stuff. Um, you know, I... I I don't know. I mean, I I I I, I like the setup. Um, uh, Koa's got good glass. You know, uh, I I'm pretty. I don't know if they're quite fluorite, but I think that they're 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 kind of. You know, that I don't think that they're 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 highest in glass, but it's still been a really really popular setup. Um, I know you know I know that guys are doing it. I don't know. It's pretty high quality, but. Um, I don't know. I, I I I'm pretty partial to my BTX and the and the 115. So he's saying BTX 65. Oh, I'm sorry. I I missed the 65 part. Um, poof. 
I think he gets more performance I, out of an I, 85 I, or I honestly think he's going to get more perform. I mean, look, if you, if you just have to compare those two, uh, there's a part of me that kind of says the co is in that in that instance. I've never had the two side by side. I I actually like to kind of see that. Um, you know, the 65 has been a, a pretty good performer. You know, for a lot of guys. You know, uh, a lot of the guys. You know, on the Eastern. Uh, you know, Safford, Marenzi, Clifton. That you know, I have a lot of customers that have been doing the BTX and the and the. Uh, um, uh, 65. Uh, 65 and and it's been real real successful for them um that god that's a toss-up i mean i, I think it'd be it I, now, now he's got me thinking i'd like i'd well, like to go figure out the field of views the koa 30s i mean he's got to look at the setup that i use a lot which is the yeah the swarovski 65 millimeter yeah. the 25 by 50 eyepiece Yep. I don't you, know. Well, you can't leave that scenario. Yeah. You can't leave that uh, option If you're looking out. at the Koa 30s, why wouldn't you look at the Swarovski, you know, 25 by 50? Right. But yank those eye cups off there, guys. Yep. Um, <laughs> can only have one pair of binos for out west. So for whatever reason, this guy's limited to one pair. Maybe he's just saying a one do-all can only have one pair. Um. 90 percent rifle honor, NL pures or EL range. Oh, so okay, he's giving us a. Um, me personally, I would go with the pures, and I would do it because even though how much I love the new EL range TAs and the wider field of view and the Swara Vision, um, I, I still use and like you know using my my handheld like I've been using the Helia from. From uh, from Collis, uh, the the rangefinder, I've been really happy with that setup. Um, I love the Leica 2400R. I mean, the, I, I, a handheld rangefinder and the best quality bino that I could do. That I, I have, I would have no problems with that. I'd be very successful with it. Any chance? Next question. Any chance we get a Swaro NL15 soon? Um, no. I, I haven't I mean, even heard well, about well, it. Well, first of all, I mean, yeah, I, I get questions about it almost on a daily basis right now. Um, I, I know nothing of them doing this. And I, I would tell you that we've been thinking about this since the moment I put the NLs in my hand because of the field of view. So I, I guess my point is, is let me tell you what I, what I would wish for is that if you could take the NL glass and technology and you could give me a 15 power and give me that bigger field of view like you if you if oh, you baby. if you oh buddy you, if you gave me 15, 15 power 15 or 18 well yeah if you gave me 15 whatever if you could give me the 15 to 18 and you could give me let's just say proportionate th- field of yeah, view yeah uh, let's just say a 300 foot field of view for a sake of argument like you, you could make it that to equal of a 12 buddy I'm in Right, like you, you, you got me. Right, right? I'm, I'm, yeah. I want. Show me that. where to sign. However, up. here's the problem. Because when you look at the glass and you look at the hourglass shape, and we touched a little bit of this when Tom was here, I, I don't know that you can fit the tubes close enough together with. I don't know. I don't know what the size is. Is it 48 millimeters? Is it 50 millimeters? Is it 52? I don't know how close you could get the tubes together to fit them on a, on a frame. So, and then obviously have the IPD and work. So 
I, I don't think it's I don't think it's there. I'd love it, but I don't think it's in. I I just don't think it's possible at this at this point in time. But I think also what people ask me all the time, and you get it daily, they're wanting to know if industry insiders know of something. And I would say absolutely I have not heard anyone from Swarovski even say it's even a possibility. But I, I would yes, say never I, rule it out I, with Swarovski because I mean, yes. they're unbelievable. Well, I, I never say never. Right. And before I knew about the 1242, I would have told you who would ever do a 1242. Right. Why would you do that? But when you add the field of view into that, that concept, it changes everything everything so um yeah I, I i i have no knowledge and have not heard anything from any credible anybody that would say that there's a 15 coming do i want one sure i'd love to have one when are the forehead rests for the el range ta coming in um uh, look the accessories and I, I hate using things for 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 excuses, but accessories have been really, really you know difficult and hard on us, um, you know, from a lot of different manufacturers, and they are on order. Um, we're working on it. Um, I, you know, I, we'll, we'll do the best we can to keep everybody informed of that. Um, but yeah, the the, the accessories um, it, and especially the forehead uh, rest, they've been really difficult to get a hold of. And I mean, I can tell you, I've been using my EL range all fall and I don't have the forehead rest on there and I don't miss it one bit personally. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, if you're trying to range something, extended ranges, that the the forehead rest will help. However, um, you know, for most practical use, it's. Yeah. I mean, I I do. I I like the idea of it and I, I wish we had them all to sell with every single unit accessories has been really difficult and they're and they're working on it too and they're 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 trickling out decent scope for a teen ager first 270 rifle you know that that is a incredibly uh loaded question a props to getting a guy started and and getting a kid or you know whoever that is uh, into it um you know i think it kind of depends on like you know, how, how much he's practicing, what his distances or, you know, does he have limitations or, you know, all that. But I, I would tell you that, a you know, uh, there, there's two trains of thought in this. You either give the kid what you're going to shoot with all the time and, and get him right into to building as he goes and, and make him mitigate and, and, and keep the power. Or, you know, you put together a 270 and, you know, you put like a 4 to 12 or a 4 to 16 on it and, 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 and let him learn how to figure it out and, and, and practice, 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 practice. Rifle scope for a Browning X-Bolt in a 6.5 PRC. Oh, geez. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just putting one of those together myself. Uh, finally got some ammo. I was really happy about that. Uh, thanks, Tom. Um the, uh, you know, I, I, I think the PRC, um, I'm, I'm, I want to shoot with it out to, you know, six, seven, uh, you know, 800, 900 yards, whatever, a thousand yards, you know, when I'm, when I'm hitting steel and, you know, for, uh, for what I'm going to do with it, um, I, I'm still going, uh, I've got it set up right now. Um, I think that's going to wear an actually a three to 18. So I, I kind of go back to the three to 18. That's kind of what, you know, kind of a lighter weight 
you know, scope that it's a lighter weight gun, the one that I have. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to put a, a little bit lighter weight rig on it. And uh, so that 3 to 18 is, is more than likely what it's going to wear. Uh, don't see Zeist V6 1 to, 1 to 6 to 24 on website. Are these orderable through Cody? Uh, yeah. Give, uh, if, if he'll call me, I will, I will see what the availability is, and we can, we can make that happen. Uh, ATX worth the cost. I have ATS. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's worth the cost because I think exponentially, yeah, it's, it, it's a, a newer, better glass, um, system and the versatility and the, and the options that you get with it when you start expanding into other things, I absolutely think it's, it, it, it's, it's worth, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, uh, it's expense. Um, I, I would tell you that. Uh, I mean, the, the, my STX 85, I've been using a lot and I really, really like that, that, that setup as much as I like. And, and I mean, I can't even think of the, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times that I've taken the, the ATS and, and STS eighties out and, and how good of a scope that was, but I, I'm not going to lie. I just choose the, the, the STX 85 over it any day. Guys, before we get to the next question, um, 702-847-8747 is how you get a hold of Cody. You can also email him at optics at gohunt.com. You can also send him a text message on his cell phone at 602-399-3699. Make sure that any optic needs, just reach out to Cody here. Uh, let's see for, for buying used Swarovski 15s difference between newer SLC and older SLC. Um, you know, the biggest difference was the, the addition of the Abaconic prism. So that's number one. Um, the newer ones are about three quarters of an inch shorter. Um, they're not near as tube. They're not, they're, they're not near as long in the tube. Um, they have the, the the one thing that a lot of people will be really happy about is the older uh, uh, um, uh, SLCs 15s have uh, uh, a shorter uh, IPD, meaning that they don't the tubes don't close down as close together. So um, I think the measurement went from 2.0 or I'm sorry 2.0 to 2.2. So a lot of the for guys, the guys with closer yeah, eyes, for the guys like with, I do. yeah, when, when you're, when you, you know, or where your nose gets in the way or whatever that, um, it, uh, it definitely allows you to go a little bit tighter. I used to have to take the eye cups off. Yep. Now I don't. Yep. I can that's stagger exactly them. Because I can it stagger the, the, yeah, the, the measurement cup. literally went from 2.0 to 2.2. Right. And it, it, I can't tell you the number of people that, that it made happy. But the um, technology is just better. When you look through yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's just Yeah, I mean, it, you, you've got Abbey Chronic, which basically makes light transmission easy, better, better and, and, and you're, you're getting better low-light performance. But um, I, I, the other thing is is that they're a couple ounces, uh, a couple ounces lighter. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's quite a big difference. Best spotting scope for around two thousand, but willing to bump up to twenty five hundred if it's worth it. Boy, um, you know, r- right at the two thousand mark, I'd, you know, I'd look pretty strongly at the um, at the Zeiss Gavias, the thirty uh, thirty to, to sixty by eighty five. Um, 
it only comes in an angled, which a lot of guys like that. You know, it's about 60, 40 angled right now. Um, if I had to purchase a spotting scope and it was going to be at that, that price range, um, I would, the, the, the 25 to 50 STS HD 65 would be my go-to. That's one of my, it's, it's one of my favorite do all do everything spotting scopes. No doubt. Uh, best spotter for saving size and weight. Well, I, I, I would just tell you that the, the, the spotter that comes to mind the most is what I you know, was just talking about with the, the STS-65 or ATS-65HD um, with either the 20 to 60 or the 25 to 50 eyepiece. What should I sell my Swaro 10x42 Generation 1 range binos so I can upgrade to the Gen 2? What should he sell them for? Yeah, but it's actually Gen 3, isn't it? Um, actually it's, it, it's gen two. Well, I mean, there's, you know, they, they did the pro. So yeah. It's talking about the 10 by 42 it's, EL it's range. Technically it's gen, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's gen two, but it, I think the easiest way to tell people how to do this is, is I, I, I go to eBay. I, I look at the 90 day solds listings. I try to match up my, you know, whatever my product is with exactly that product as best I can. Right. As far as how how yep. what, how much used it is. You know, yeah. like what's the wear condition. and tear on it? What's the condition? Is everything operable? Do you have the box? Do you have the paperwork? Do you have neck straps and anything else that came with it? That's always a bonus. Um, the uh, and and I, I look at those ninety day solds. I take the highs. I take the lows. And kind of figure out where mine fits, and I, I, that's, I, I kind of just, I work it that way. In-depth review of new twelve by forty-two Swaro. So I assume he's talking about the NL Pure. Um, you know, the testing sessions that I've had with it. Um, Holy cow. Uh, pretty amazing piece of glass. Um, I think that the, the, the three things that just make it so unique is, number one, um, you, you're getting a 12 magnification binocular, but you're not gaining size, overall size. You're still in the, in the 10 frame. And, not and, and, bulky. Yeah, you're not bulky. You're not. You're not gaining weight. You don't. You know. You don't have to go change your chest pack. You know. Some. You know. For a twelve. Um, you're keeping the lightweight. Um, that's a big deal to people. Um, and and the and the most amazing thing that was so apparent the, the first time I put my eyes through. I I looked through the tens first, and I was absolutely blown away when you compared field of view. Mm-hmm. Because the field of view is so great. Um, so the fact that you can have a 12 power binocular, you know, that's got 340 or, you know, 339 foot field of view, which normally they should have about 299. Uh, any advantage I can take over that, I will, I will take. And, and I think that that binocular has spoken to so many people because, you know, I, I, I meet people all the time that have eye problems or they're, you know, they're having trouble seeing and whatever they're going through, it's, it's given them the idea that they can have a two more magnification. They get that field of view. It's in a lightweight, 
you know, compact, more compact, you know, than the, than the regular 12. And, and, and because of that field of view, I, I will tell you that in the times that I've been able to really play with them and, and, and use them and compare them to other pieces, that field of view kind of helps you keep it steadier. Like when you're hand holding it. I, I mean, look, I, I would hand hold them when I had to, but I'm still going to put them on a tripod. Well, it's like the 1250 ELs. I had them as well. I have the 12542 NLs. My hands have always kind of had a little shake to them. I couldn't effectively hold the 12 by 50 ELs, but I used the 12 by 42s all fall with the OT6, yep. and they're unbelievable. I mean, they're, that 12 by 42 NL, I think it's the I used to say the 10 by 42 EL, EL was the was best it, binocular right. ever made. My top notch now, if I just had to say the one, is the 12 yeah. by 42 NL. If I just had to pick one, one. It, it would be, I would take that combo of power and, and field of view. Okay. Um, best stand-up tripod and head for glassing deer with 15 SLC binos. Okay. <laughs> We've had this question too many times for me not to say, guys, stop standing up. <laughs> like, why does everyone want to stand? I do not get it. And then I have people, you know, send me hate mail saying, well, we just want to stand. And I understand if you're hunting mule deer and you're running ridges and you're moving country. Yeah. But if you're coos deer hunting and you're standing, you are missing deer, I promise you. Well, it's not only that, but I... You're smiling, I, I, by I, the I, way. I, I, <laughs> I just... I. I do. There's just, look, there's moments in time for everything. And, and, and I know that there's times when it's, you know, when standing, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. But, you know, I spent all morning on Sunday traveling around some of my old haunts, looking at, 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 at old places, got a buddy who's got a tag and just trying to help out and beat, you know, he helped me on my elk hunt and I, I want him, I want him to see a, you know, get a nice buck and, and so I spent some time Sunday, you know, out doing my thing. And, and, and I'm right next to the truck. And I'm just looking at some places I've, I've looked at a hundred times. And it would have been really easy for me to pull out the tripod, extend everything and stand and look around or whatever. But, I, you know, I, I just, I, it's such habit. And I've, I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have seen, but I can tell you that when the wind picked up, like there's no question that I, that, that I'm sitting. Uh, there's just too, I I just think it's that night and day. It's it's night but and to day. But answer to me, his it, question, a seven thirty three, eight thirty three, right? Absolutely. I mean seven thirty four, eight thirty four, Suray VA five. Yeah. Like that's the, those are the bread and butter, right there. Yeah, I, I yep, that's it. Um, recommendations for a and. Whoever asked this question, I'm not picking on you. It's just so you know. Please but, but, but sit I'm down. fired up. I, Gosh, like I, I'm not saying that you can't find it. That's <laughs> it's not what I mean. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that like all I can tell you is if, if, that that if if we're hunting, you know, coos deer together, and we go up through a saddle, and 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 I peel off to one side of the saddle or not, and I sit down, and I look up, and you're standing out in the middle of the saddle. I'm literally going to come over. I'm either going to tackle you, or 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 whisper you over and come and sit down because you're. I don't know where the deer are or where they're at, but you're just announcing to everything and anybody or whatever that you're standing in the middle of the saddle glassing. And if there was even remotely a deer around you, they're not going to be around you. 
that's the thing that I think gets me is like, I don't know, these guys just, are they next to the truck in the quad or are they actually like just running the ridges like announcing themselves to Well, the and I mean, there is a time and place where you're, you know, you've got a shooter that's right next to you and maybe the buck is bedded behind a bush. And if you do raise your, your elevation, you know, and get where you can kind of see over a bush right. or there's a certain circumstance like where you stand because the buck, you can see him a little bit better if you gain three feet and get up. But in general, don't make it a practice, but we can move yeah, on. Uh, recommendations for a tripod head for Koa Big Eyes. So I don't know if he's talking about twin spotters, big eyes, or if he's talking about, um, you know, well, Highlanders. I, but I, I would, yeah, just real simple, um, th like the the the, the, the VH10. Um, I've been incredibly satisfied, and I mean, it's awesome. It, it, I mean, it. I've used. I think I've pretty much used everything that anybody has ever thought about using for the the you know the Koas and. Um, now, I think it's better I, than I, the old 501. Well, it I I I, ha I have a 501 sitting on my desk and right now it's kind of a big paperweight. I loved I I used to love that head. Um the 502 with the neck tension worked out really well. But I don't know. I th this 5 th this VH10 has been been knocking it out of the park. I I love it. I'm not going to lie. How significant is the difference to b between HD and non-HD Swaro glass? I mean, significant. Well, yeah, and I think there's a difference. I, the, I I I think there's a difference, and I think you just you, you need to go put them. I I think what you really need to do is go put them on a resolution chart, and I I think you'll you know oh, that question is someone that is either looking at buying a used pair of right. the old technology. And I would say if you're going to use these binoculars a lot, just buy once, pay once, cry once, whatever the, you know, buy the best. You always say it, buy the best glass you can afford. Yep. Don't cut corners. Go with the newest technology. Go with the best technology you can buy. And and I, I just think that's the best way to go. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know. You I, can use them for 10 years. I, I would tell you, like, the other scenario I've heard of quite a bit lately is, like, guys putting, you know, twins together, and one's HD, one's non-HD. No. I'm like, don't do that. No. So. Will Go Hunt be selling Collis binos ever? Well, oh, uh, I, I, I mean, look, guys, uh, I've already made that that clear that I really wanted to sell the, the, the 1042, you know, Collis because... I was such a big fan, and, and, and the price point, everything, and, and the performance of that 1042 SLC, 842 SLC, but they're they're not they're not coming. They're 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 not coming in the states, is you know what I've been told. Uh, Swaro warranty experience. I I mean I think it's been phenomenal over the years. Um, you know, just to put it out there, like you know, I think people are. Um, you know, expecting, you know, a, a no fault, you know, warranty. And, and I would tell you that with Swarovski, I mean, look, there's a lot of great warranties out there. I mean, you've got, um, you know, the, 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 the no fault, you know, policy from Zeiss and you've got the, 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 uh, uh, the Leicas, um, even they brought back one of their old, you know, uh, I think it's the, called their passport. You know, it's like a 10 year, no fault. Um, so you've got all these things going on. You got Vortex and the VIP and loopholes a lifetime and all that going on. Sarovsky over the years has just done a really good job 
of setting expectations. You send your product in. They, they call you with any estimates. They tell you how much it's going to be. They fix the product. And in many cases, what I've noticed is, is they fix a lot of stuff that they have no business. They, they have no, you know, contractual, like they have to fix. I actually kind of see them fixing more, you know, on their own than, than they, than they do charge for stuff. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I always tell the story about the guy that had, he had a cracked lens on his 15s. You know, his 15s are like, I don't know, 16 years old when this happened. And he, he, they call him up and say, hey, that's $75 for this lens. And he says, well, um, you know, because of the age, like, is that going to make a difference between the two? And they're like, well, it, you know, it actually could because of the, you know, lenses can age. And so he's like, well, just, you know, charge me double and, and put extra. And he goes, well, come to think of it. He goes, well, can I just get all four new lenses? And they're like, well, you could do that. But it's, it, the other ocular lenses are fine. And he's like, no, nah, just do it. So they, they, they literally charged him $300. He gets them back, and they look brand spanking new. He pays 300 bucks, and he, he's got a basically a 15-year-old binocular, 16-year-old binocular. With new glass. With new glass for $300. And, I, I mean, you know, I mean, th- my dad and I traded in, or not traded in, but sent in two 8x30s years ago. They came back brand new glass yeah so i i, I don't know I, they do a phenomenal job at, at doing what they do and i think their warranty is fantastic i have the nl12s and a atx slash btx 95 any reason to carry 15s for coos deer well i i mean look he's he's you know he he's just he's sitting the fence and he's doing a good job because everything that he just mentioned I'm going to be successful with any scenario you give me out of that deal. Um, I, I, I'll tell you this right now. If he's and he said 12 NLs, right? He has the 12 NLs and he has the ATX uh, 95 and the BTX eyepiece. I mean, I'm not going to go carry the 12 and the 15 together. So, like, I would be making decisions of. And did he say coos deer? Yeah, four coos deer. Four coos deer. So. I, so I would answer that. I have the NL12s and the 15s. For Coos Deer specifically, I would run the 15 power. I would still have my 95 BTX for Coos. I would go with yeah. the extra three power. That's what I would do. I, for Coos specifically, right. go with the 15. Unless you told me you were going into some place. You know, we're, we're, here's the whole golf club bag again. you got to have, you know, whatever club for whatever shot you're taking. But if you told me you were going into heavy cover and you needed to feel a view, yeah, I mean, sure, I'd take the 12. I mean, is he is he trying to, like, unload the 15s? Or I, I wouldn't carry them together, but, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's times when I've left the truck with no chest binocular and I've used my rangefinder as a close-distance thing and had my 15s in the spotter. So, uh I, I I think that there's, yeah, I mean, I, I think he just has to make a decision on, on, on where he's glassing and what he's doing. If, if he's not looking to sell them, uh, I think he needs to, to, to situationalize or, or use the, the situation and, and use the one that's best going to help him out. Adjustable power BTX question mark. Um, it'd be great. Yeah, I mean, you know, it'd be great. But I, I think what happens is is that, you know, when you add the variable part of it, um, it it 
it changes the dynamics, the size, the glass, the interior of it. Um, and in some degree, you know, so, so in, in some ways, you're you're gonna you're gonna minimize, or you're going to take away from the the quality of what you're seeing with a fixed power. So, I I would just tell you, no, I don't ever think it's gonna happen. And you know, I'm okay with that. I um I use the BTX, and 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 you know, and and the the different objectives for certain things. And I most always am looking at, at long, long distances. And, and I do, I have an STX and I, I have an 85 and I have a 95. So I'm just, I just use what's appropriate for the day and what I'm doing. Okay. Next question is the weight of the 115 worth it to pack around compared to the 95 for the BTX eyepiece? Um, well, first of all, look, I, I've had now a lot of time behind the 115. So have I. And I, you know, I know there's people out there that think I'm crazy and they're, you know, they, they I think when, when you, I mean, I have both of them. I compare them side by side, looking at the same animal at, at O dark 30 in the morning. And it, to me, it's like somebody turned on the lights. Yeah, on the one fifteen. I mean, it, you, I don't. It's a mathematical equation. You're getting more light to your eye. Period. Yeah. It's a three point, almost a three point three exit pupil versus a two point seven three, and you know, which by my not definition, not to mention the balance. Well, it, well, I, I love the way that you take that VH10 head, the BTX, and the one fifteen. It balances. I don't. Way I don't need better. anything. I don't need any of uh, uh, a uh, a balance rip. I don't need any of it. It balances perfect. But to answer his question, um, I, I think it, again, I use the BTX and the 115 for incredibly long looks. Generally speaking, I would tell you that where I'm hiking out to points and stuff, but I'm typically not carrying it with me every single step of the way. I, I always, when I leave and, and, and if I'm going to, you know, if I'm actually pulling the trigger hunting, then I'm 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 actually leaning towards the spotting scope and the and that I I, I carry the BTX and the in for different purposes. I use it way more for scouting and way more for longer looks and, and when I'm helping people and so I just use it for different reasons. But um, yeah, I mean it, it is it's seven three quarter pounds. You know it's it's a lot to carry. So why okay this guy's might be high but. Why is everyone crazy about the NL Pure when the SLC is brighter? Question mark. Coos specific, fifteen power SLC. So this guy's I, trying to say that why is everyone crazy over the NL Pure I, when the SLC is brighter? I the NL Pures are brighter than the SLC. What is he talking about? Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not. I have a heart. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I, that's kind of an okay. Up. I love you, but you're high. The NL Pures. Yeah, are I mean, brighter than the SLCs. I'm telling and you, and it are. is. It's a much closer exit pupil, but you know, I, I yeah, I, yeah. But Coos specific, yes, 15 power SLC, yes. They they get the thumbs up from me. Yeah, I I do. I, I'll take the 15s on the Coos specific. But guys, remember too, our opinion. This is just Cody and I's opinion and what we like. What well, we like may be different than what you the, like. This goes back to that whole thing of like, this is why it's so important for guys to put their own eyes behind things. Yeah, it. 
we can have fun with it and say that high and all that. We do have fun with it, and 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 I'm not look. We we have fun and joke about all this stuff, and I know that there's guys who are like, well, I do that, and I'm successful, and, and I'm that. That's why they make chocolate and vanilla. That's I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. But put your own eyes behind it, and I'm just giving scenarios. You know, we're talking more stuff today, giving opinions, but uh, you know, of what we do. But at the same time, like that's why I try to listen to people and go, okay. What are you trying to maximize out of this? What are you trying to do? What's important to you? Right. And if that guy tells me that he's hunting in a place that's, you know, heavier vegetation and, you know, canopy and that he needs to feel the view, then, then I help him achieve that. Right. And I think that's what's important out of all this. Do you, it says, do you think other optic companies will start coming out with dual IP spotters? Wow. Um, First of all, I would love that. I, I mean, it would be incredible if they would do that. Um, I, because I, I think at the end of the day, I you know, people would say, oh, Cody, you know, loves the Swarovski and the BTX and whatever. But you know what I like most about the whole thing is I like having choices. Choices. As a consumer, and, it's awesome. And, and oh, and by the way, why do I like those choices? It's because I want to put my eyes behind it and figure out what works best for me. That's the important thing that I, I love out of that, and I, I would I, I would I, I welcome that. I think it would be really cool to uh, to see some of that, and it, it would be interesting to see if you know uh, if it could be made you know better or you know I'm always wanting better no matter what. Okay, my opta is best glass outside of the top three. My Opta is best class outside of top lines of the big three. Why no love for My Opta? Um, well, yeah, My Opta, a, it's, a, it's a great piece of glass. Um, you know, there are certain dealers. Um, I, you know, I think when you get to a certain point, you, you have certain offerings. Um, I've actually looked at the, you know, that, that proposition, you know, and, and, you know, to, uh, to guys that ask questions about, you know, manufacturers and, you know, are we going to carry this, going to carry that? I would just always tell you that we are always looking at new and, and, you know, interesting things to, to bring to the table. And I think that going into 2022, um, you will see some, some things coming that, that, you know, I'm not, you know, able to, to, to discuss right now, because we're always looking at new, uh, uh vendors and things that will make us a, a better, uh, uh, you know, optics and, and gear shop for, for our customers, period. Hunting private land pronghorn looking to score. So he's looking to field judge. And by the score. way, that Meopta deal, like if he, Meopta makes a great product and they've done so for a lot of years. So again, I just drive this home. Hey, look, if you go, you, you look through Meopta and it works for you, I, I mean, I, I think a guy, you know, would be really happy with him. But like, I mean, there, it's not that I'm not showing love or whatever. It's just sometimes you got to figure out, okay, like, you know, does it work for us? And, and, and is it some, you know, is, is, am I not already, you know, do I not already have the, 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 um, the versatility in our in our in our skew selection. Right. Does it to, bring something? Yeah, does it bring something don't. completely new? Right. So, okay, hunting private land, 
pronghorn looking to field judge and score close to 80 inch bucks money on spotter or binos i say spotter well in that he's wanting to yeah um if he's really wanting to zoom in on stuff i i think i think when you're you know that's the whole point behind the spotter is we've always talked about when you're you know you're not just trying to tell if it's a buck or not you're trying to see if it's going to break 80 inches and 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 the only way that you do that is is you 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 study it and know exactly what the measurements are to the best of your ability and the way to do that is with the best glass you can get or afford and 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 study it Got two questions back to back here. Best way to clean one is best way to clean tripods, and then the next question is best way to clean optics after your hunts. Um, you know, we, we I do get a fair amount of this question. Um, I typically will try to wipe off my tripods. Um, you know, especially the 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 middle legs and the in the lower legs. You know, when you when you have extended them. Because, you know, a lot of us, you know, if you're around, you know, trucks and, you know, it's just, you know, the, the wind and you're getting all that dust in there. I try to blow that stuff off. I, I love air compressors. I've got a little DeWalt, you know, just a hand, uh, uh, you know, well, it's not one of the big ones. It's in my garage that I blow stuff off all the time. Um, I try to, like on flip locks, I think it's real important to open up the flip, flip locks and blow all that stuff out of there and kind of work the, the, the locking mechanisms back and forth. Wipe down the legs. Um, I think it's good to blow the heads off, the, the tracks where the plates go in and out. Those can get gummed up. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that you know, like when you're breathing on your, on your head, um, the, uh, the, the moisture can get in there and then it gets a little dirt on there. So the, you know, like I take a Q-tip and, and go in the, the channels of the, uh, the, um, both the plates and the, um, Arcus uh, yeah, the, the, the Arcus was plates or I, you know, I go into the channels of the, the head itself and, and clean those out. So that's, that's the way I would do it. Um, the, uh. As far as cleaning uh, uh, the optics, um, I always try to take a, a, a brush and, you know, get anything off that can just come off by that way. Um, I, I try to either use canned air or an air compressor. Um, I just try to keep the air. I don't like try to put it like a half inch away from it and blow that out. I try to keep everything away from that and, and get as much off of it as possible. Um, I, I, you know, after a long hunt, I, I know that, you know, I, I always say this, but I, I've seen things on, on, you know, food and, you know, snot and everything. Else. I mean, just bodily functions that go on out there on a hunting trip. I tell you one that, that, that drives me like chew spit. It's hard to get off and, and licorice. You know, those are the ones that have always been the most difficult. But what I would tell you is, is that um, if you've got stuff on there that's adhered, like really stuck on the glass, I would tell you that, you know, to get a, a good um, liquid, like a Zeiss spray or, um, and you, you let it soak on there, like turn your binoculars so it's sitting to where you can put a little of the moisture on there and let it, you know, soak in. And then you're just going to have to be really careful with like a wet, um, like one of the, uh, the, the wet cloths and, and start, you know, seeing if you can get it to come off of there. 
Um, I know people that run them under uh, under a sink, you know, like just a, a not not like a nozzle, but just like just you know uh, out of a faucet, just let warm water run on them. Th- that's okay too. I mean, they're you know if they're purged or uh, if they're nitrogen filled and everything is good and they're solid like that, which most of these are, um, I would tell you that that's okay. Um, I would just you know. But if you're just going <laughs> to take a nozzle and, you know, spray them off, I would tell you I don't think that's the, the, the way to do it. Um, but then, uh, you know, once I've gotten all the debris off, um, I normally go back over them with a, a wet cloth, always in a circular motion. I never use my gloves. I never use shirt you know, tail. A shirt tail. I, I always, always, always try to either use the cloth. An that optic was approved cloth. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, that was designed for it. Or I use one of the wet cloths. And, I mean, you can, like on our website, um, you can get the Zeiss 60 count. Uh, I mean, you, you know, it's like, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. It. I go through them so often that, I mean, I buy a couple boxes of them and I stick them and, and have them. And in, in, they're in my pack. They're in my truck. They're in the side pocket of my gear bag. They're everywhere. So I just always try to have those available. For desert glassing, are 15 power binos enough, or should I be running a good set of 12 power binos and a spotter? Well, this goes back to that whole question. I get a lot of people asking, and I, 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 I think that there's, you know, yes on both, but I guess my question would be is like guys that really don't like spotters. You know, go with the binocular and, and again, are you just trying to see the deer or are you trying to, you know, evaluate, tr- evaluate the deer? What are you trying to do with it? Um, I, I, I'm of the opinion that I, I'm always going to have a spotter with me. I'm always going to have either, you know, a 12 or a 15 and generally I'll have an eight or a 10. So I like a three tier system, but you know, some guys want to go with the two, um, you know, I get it. So you just, you got to figure out what, what works for you best. And uh, I think it comes down to the, it, you know, are you, are you evaluating or are you just trying to find them? This question, a lot of people asking these same questions, um, which tells me something, you know, that a lot of people want to know the, the answer mm-hmm. for coos deer hunting. What would be, what would pair better with a 10 power bino a 15 or an 18 power no spotting scope so he doesn't have a spotting scope he has a 10 power bino would a 15 or an 18 be better i would go ahead um look i like 15s but i think the 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 question is is that which glass makes more sense for you like i think what he's saying is he's already got 10 should he get 15s or 18s or a spotting scope i I would be way less concerned about the difference between the 15 and 18 and i would be way more concerned about which glass works for your eyes so look i I could take a set of 1556 sarovskis a 1556 zeiss you know, an 18 Kaibab, an 18 UHD. I, I mean, all of those things considered, I, I, I would think I would I would ask you to ask, you know, a couple questions. One, do you want the field of view of the 15? Or do you want the, the, the power of, of the 18? If you're not, I mean, I, I, and, I, and I've, I have sold a boatload of 18s this year to people that don't want to use the spotters. And 
so many of them go to the 18 power. There's nothing wrong with that. And I get reports back all the time that they're finding a lot of game with it. I think that's great. So, again, um, I, you know, if, if you're in that scenario, I, I, I think that, you know, sometimes if when you're carrying two pieces like that, if you the greater the spread, you know, meaning that you have a 10 and an 18, there's eight power difference between the two. If that's going to help you find more deer and, and also have the ability to maybe evaluate them a little better, then that's what you should do. Okay, this next question, he's a high country deer hunter. He says, next optic you'd buy, I currently have 10 by 42 Viper hunting the high country for deer. I'd say spotting scope, wouldn't you? I mean, Viper 1042 is fine for high well, country yeah, deer. I mean, I, yeah, I think you can see a lot. But again, is he trying to, was he just trying to, to He just upgrade? said, next optic you'd buy. Oof. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's happy with the performance of the Vipers, which, you know, that that's always a good, you know, solid performer. Um, you know, you, you again, you I on a high country deal like that, I don't know that I would just switch to 15s and go, you yeah, know. I mean, I kind of look at it as with the 10 Viper high country, so he's probably talking above Timberline. Those deer are not really hard to see. Right. You can see them a long ways out, but then what you need to do is be able to identify right. them. So I think... Rather than go with a 15 or an 18 or a 12 to get more power, stick with the 10 and maybe go with the, yeah. get a spotter first. I, I would lean towards the spotter in that scenario and then for, he can, for me. Then he can get up there, spot a buck, and then he can get a sco you right. know, spotting scope on it and identify, and, and I think he'd be better off with that. Okay. Yep. Extender for long-range phone scoping, one to two miles or not worth it because of stability and atmosphere. So, okay, read that one more time. I know it's a, a extender for long range phone scoping, one to two miles or not worth it because of stability and atmosphere. I so is he talking about like the, the 1.7 extender or I don't like know if he's talking about 1.8? I'm not sure. I think he might be asking about the extender. So, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, uh, so I've done a fair amount of digiscoping with the 1.7. Um, I have some limited use behind the 1.8 from Leica. That's, it's been a while since I've used that. You need a lot of light for the extenders. You've got to have a ton of light for them. And, and, and look, I, I, I think that the extender for the, the 1.7 extender from, from Swarovski and both Leica cannot be compared to like the old doubler for the 15s or the binoculars of, of old from Swarovski because I, I think that these extenders perform better than those did for what they were used for. So I would tell you that they have their place. Um, I will just tell you that, that without a doubt, um, when I went from regular spotting scope and then put the extender in and then took the pictures um, I, I would tell you that yes, the image was larger, and but they they were super grainy. Grainy, yeah. And and and, and I, you know, I you just lost some on that. And I, I think, um, I think there's enough. You know, we've done out there that I I think if you were to, to to look back at the pictures, say, 
you know, with just the spotter and maybe you used your zoom on your, your phone. I think, I think you get a better balance and a better quality picture out of it that way than the other way around. So I would, yeah. Guys, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to thank the sponsors of the podcast. Obviously I've been talking here with Cody Nelson, uh, the optics manager at GoHunt.com Gear Shop. Want to remind you guys that you can use the J Scott promo code to get a 10% discount there at the Gear Shop. You can also text Cody directly at 602-399-3699. You can call the shop at 702-847-8747. You can also send Cody a direct message uh, through email optics at gohunt.com. I also want to tell you guys about the Go Hunt mapping uh, with the new edition of the mobile maps. Have you been using the mobile maps, Cody? I have. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I've been really excited about it. it. It helped me a lot on my elk hunt this year. Um, I've just been – what a process to watch evolve. Yeah. Because basically the, started with oh, nothing and created. I, I mean, I remember thing. like the first version, I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, and, and it, we just kept adding and, and the the testing and the people that, the, the, the amount of effort and team that's been doing this, it, it's, it, this is what I mean. I get to sit and literally have a front row seat. Yeah. Of a and great wa- team. And watch this happen. And it's Every been amazing. Every update that keeps coming, it just gets better and better. Yep. One thing that's really jumped out for me on the Go Hunt maps, both on mobile and on desktop, is with all my ranches in Mexico, I try and provide everybody with a map. And I really work on Google Earth a lot. And that's been historical, what I've used for a long time. Yep. And what I've been noticing on a lot of these Mexico ranches and some of these new ranches where the owners say, hey, I've put a bunch of roads in in the last year. Well, on my Google Earth image, aerial image, it's not there. Well, I go to Go Hunt desktop, all of a sudden, boom, here's, yep. you know, 40 miles worth of new roads that I'm able to go on and highlight, you know, and make my roads on the map. And then, boom, it's right there yep. on my Go Hunt map, it, uh, mobile map. Um, it's, I'm, I'm impressed with it, the aerial they're it, using. And it's only going to, it's just going to keep getting better. And with the 3D, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. But guys... Um, check out if you're not, so the, the, the go hunt mapping is included in the insider membership. That's one thing that you need to understand is, uh, when you sign up for the insider, not only do you get the draws, you get the harvest statistics, you get all the stuff that when you're looking at the Western States and where to apply and what hunts you want and animals and areas and units, you also get the go hunt maps. It's the same price. They haven't raised the price. Nope. So if yep. you go to, uh, gohunt.com forward slash J Scott. You're going to get a $50 Go Hunt gear shop gift card just for signing up. So check that out. It's also in the show notes. I want to thank Go Hunt for their sponsorship. They were my title sponsor in two fa- 2015. They've been with me ever since. Uh, also, Kuyu, uh, Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's the gear that I wear on all of my hunts, the backpack. I wear all the ultra ultralight clothing. Uh, that I wear on my hunts, go to kuyu.com. That's K-U-I-U.com. They're a direct-to-consumer model. And then phonescope.com. Use the JScott21 promo code. It's going to get you a 10% discount. Cody, as always, it's great having you here at my house. Um, We're kind of moving into uh coos deer season know, so december excited. january the rut coming up i know it's a time your face just lit up when i mentioned oh, it buddy. 
um, watching rutting coos deer. And I know with a bunch of the OTC changes here in Arizona, I know you've been getting a lot of calls about it and such. Um, but this is, you know, we start getting into December and that's when rutting coos deer start to come to mind. It's, it's my time to scout is what I call it. Yeah. You know, if I don't have a tag, I'm looking to help something. Yeah. And I want to go look. Those deer, you know, coming up after Christmas and, and, you know, January, those bigger bucks, it just seems like you can see more during that rutting period. And, um, so we're, getting excited about that i'm going to be heading to mexico here soon with the crew and looking forward to it um, i want to thank everyone listening here to the podcast and uh, cody thanks as always i want to give you a chance uh, final few words here to the listeners yeah i would just tell people to uh you know customers new and old and pay attention to your emails pay attention to the announcements um always uh, new and fun stuff coming from go hunt um, you know, with the holidays coming on. So, um, you know, lots of, uh, flash sales and all kinds of stuff going. So, um, it, it's, again, it, it's awesome to watch all this stuff get created and, and get them announced. And, and, uh, the, one of the other things too, is with the insider, um, just remember you're always getting, you know, emails, you know, a, a first come, you know, on, on, on certain sales and you're getting, uh, you're getting monthly drawings, you, you know, entered in those. There, I mean, it's not just, you know, there's the point values that you can use on, on gear later that's dollar for dollar. You know, when, when you get a point, that it ends up being a dollar. So you get that to use later on other purchases. Um, there's Saving just, money. There's just so much of that stuff. And there's so much value involved with it. I would just, you know, but keep paying attention and, and, uh, and keep giving us feedback because it makes us better. Right on, buddy. Well, thanks for coming yeah, out. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Yep, I know. It's that, that time of year. It's beautiful out. There's a little, kind of a little cool in the it breeze. It is cool, but we're both still yeah, in shorts. We're supposed so. to look shorts. <laughs> we have yeah. sweatshirts on, but we <laughs> both have our shorts on. So, um, Guys, again, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for all your feedback. Uh, you can send me a direct message on Instagram, at jscottoutdoors on Instagram. Uh, also, email me, jscottoutdoors uh, at gmail.com. I appreciate uh, all of you listening. Thanks and God bless. Thanks again, Jay.